Hey everybody, it's Jeanette and Megan. And today we're talking about thieves that steal your identity because they're dicks. And the other Megan Scott. Yeah, we're going to learn about the other Megan Scott. Just when you thought one was plenty, no. There's another one out there. Two of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to start with the food of the week. Um, okay, so this week I started on my Beachbody portion cups. So my food has been really lame. It's just been mostly vegetables and fruit. And that kind of sucks. Well, at least it's good that you like vegetables and fruit. True that. So the best thing I had this week was Doug made vegan sloppy joes, and they were so good that he actually ran to the store and bought more ingredients so he could make them again. Awesome. Yeah, they were super good. And then when we were at the store, we found these frozen french fries. I wish I knew the name, but I don't. I could probably find out, but it's too far upstairs. But they're beer-battered french fries, and we decided to try those, and those are really good, too. Ooh, beer-battered french fries? Yeah. That sounds delicious. Um, I had a food this week that I really freaking loved, and I had one that I hated. Uh, my foods of the week are crawfish soup. There is this place by my work called Village Bread Cafe, and only sometimes they have it. But it's so good that I will call up there whenever I'm at work and be like, hey, do you guys have this soup? And if they say they don't, I don't go there. I pick somewhere else to eat. eat. (laughs) So uh, their crawfish soup is just, it's to die for. It is so good. And I... I'm not even a huge crawfish fan. And, oh my gosh, it's a crawfish pepper jack soup. And I hate pepper jack. So I don't I don't know what's happening, but the flavors together are so amazing. And it has got me to go to the grocery store and buy crawfish and all these impossible ingredients that I'm having the hardest time finding. Because <clears throat> um, I'm going to dupe it. I'm going to make my own. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And I can't fucking wait because it's delish. <laughs> I remember the first time you got that soup, you didn't like it. You're like, mm, I don't like that. Yeah. And now you're obsessed with it. Maybe they put crack in it. Yeah. Like, remember how um, I was like, well, I'm going to eat it anyways because, you know, mm-hmm. I bought it. So uh, I'm just eating it. But I feel like the more I ate it, the better it got. So now I'm obsessed with it and I'm going to recreate it the very best that I possibly can. And this place is in Jacksonville off Emerson. And then they have another location that's like three and a half miles away, which is in some other part in Jacksonville, like probably downtown, but it's village bread cafe. So try them out. Oh yeah. I didn't know they had another location. I called today. <laughs> hey, man, you got that soup? You got that soup? I need that soup. They had it yesterday. They had it yesterday, and I was so fucking excited. So then I called today, and they're like, no. But by the time I was calling, it was 1. So it was too late in the day because she was like, we already sold out. And I knew that that was probably going to be 
the case. But she said that I could call the other store that's three and a half miles away. And I was like, okay. And she's like, do you want the number? And I was like, no, I'll find it. And I didn't call. I had no intentions of calling. <laughs> I talked to too many people. One person, that's enough. Um, but yeah, then I have a food that I hated. Tell it, me about this hated food. It was the biggest disappointment. Uh, Matthew and I went to Burger King this week during the afternoon because he had a doctor's appointment. And... I wanted to order the Impossible Whopper. But then another part of me really wanted to order the chicken sandwich because it's been a long time since I've had it. And every time my stepson gets the chicken sandwich, it looks so good. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to get the chicken sandwich. Matthew got the Impossible Whopper and he loved it. So that's Matthew's food of the week. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But I get this chicken sandwich and I came home and it was so bad. It was dry. It The texture of it was really weird. It felt like I was chewing the tendons of the chicken. Ew. I hated it. I hated it. And again, I kept eating it. Like, <laughs> Gotta eat that money. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, like, every bite I took, this is fucking gross. I'm even, like, digging food out of my mouth and putting it on. On the wrapper. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that Matthew tried the Impossible Whopper because it is bomb. And I'm really grossed out by your chicken story. (laughs) It was gross. It was gross. I, um... I'll probably never order another chicken sandwich in my (laughs) entire life now. Traumatized. Yeah, I um, I think I got down to where I probably had one third of the burger left, and I didn't eat the bread. I pulled the chicken out, the grossest part of the sandwich. I pulled the chicken out. It was like, can't waste my money. That doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you just eat the bread then, the good part? I kind of was hoping that it would choke me to death. (laughs) (laughs) So it would be over. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note. (laughs) Um, Something food related, but not food related is um, I wanted to talk about fucking thieves, man. Like. I and in particular identity thievers or thefters. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> this happened to me this weekend and I was so pissed. Because it's happened to me so many times. Okay. So Megan, mm-hmm. have you ever had your identity stolen or your credit card information stolen or like someone use your account to pay for stuff? No, I have been like robbed and (laughs) I've been burglarized behind my back, but I've never had my identity stolen. I think that everybody is just like, we don't want that shit. Maybe they do their research first before they target you. Being robbed and burglarized doesn't sound fun either, though. That sounds worser. 
Well, this still sucks because I mean, you still have to cancel all of your cards and <laughs> still huge and bullshit. But in a way, I feel like it's more insulting when someone does it virtually. Yeah, they're like not man enough to do it in front of your face. Yeah, rob me in person. Yeah, <laughs> you pussies. All right. Well, I've been identity thefted three times. Oh my gosh. And these are just the ones that I can remember. Cause if you've been listening to our show, I can't fucking remember shit. (laughs) (laughs) She'll remember next week. All the reasons why. (laughs) Okay. So the first time I'm going to go through these stories. Okay. The first time was a long time ago and I went to McDonald's is and I went to the first register, you know how you pay them? Yeah. And then they give you your receipt and then you go to the next window and you get your food, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happened. I went, got my food, normal day, la-di-da. Well, later that night, I don't know if I got an alert or whatever. Somehow I found out that my card was being used. And I was like, what the heck a do? So I checked it out. <laughs> And someone had bought like all this Chinese food in the next county over in Palatka. Ew. And I was like, how are they doing this? Because this is the first time it had ever happened to me. So I didn't understand what was going on. I called my bank and I was like, hey, there's these charges. And I think I was really poor. So like the 50 or $60 they took, I needed that. <laughs> Like, it was noticeable. Yeah. And so I reported it, and they gave me my money back. But I went back to the McDonald's, and I was like, because I, I, I started to put, like, all the pieces together. Like, I didn't have my card. And then I was thinking, that girl never gave me my card back. Like, when I paid for it, she gave me the receipt and not my card. So I went up to the McDonald's because I was going to like report her or do some investigating because I'm an investigator. Right. See if you can see her in there working. Yeah. So I asked to speak to the manager and I was like, hey, I came here yesterday. I gave the girl my card to pay for my food and I never got my card back. And then all of a sudden, magically, I'm buying Chinese food in Palaka. So the lady, the manager actually told me that the girl had worked there for one or two days and then never came back to work. So she was purposely got a job at McDonald's to steal people's credit cards, pocketed them, went and spent whatever, and then just never came back. So wherever you are, stupid McDonald's girl, I hope you're in jail. But... That's really smart. <laughs> like, it's really smart. Think about it. Okay. So at the drive-thru, it's so routine. You know, mm-hmm. so when they give you your receipt, I feel like me, I wouldn't realize if they didn't give me my card back. Because usually when I do go to fast food and it's something like that, I throw my card back into my car. I don't like grab my wallet out. It's no, it's nothing like that. It's like, okay, grab this. Oh, by the way, if you work for fast food, do not rob me. Yeah. We're teaching people what to do. Yeah. This is what not to do people. 
Ooh, okay. What other ways have you been theft the rise? Um, the other time is I got, I was just having a normal day. It all, it always starts off that way. Having a normal day, la-di-da. Okay. And then I get a call from my bank that says, we think there's some suspicious activity. And I'm like, oh, do tell. So they told me that someone in another state was withdrawing all this money out of the ATM. Like, I think they took up to like $1,000 in <laughs> ATM withdrawals. So it's like oh 200 here, 300 there, 400 there, like whatever they could get out of every ATM. They just hit up a bunch of ATMs and just were draining my bank account. Man, they probably thought you were rich. Like they're like, oh my gosh, when am I going to get denied? Right? Let's try another <laughs> ATM. So I was like, no, that is not me. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to shut down your card and you're going to have to get a new one, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So they told me, I was like, how did this happen? Because I had my card this time. The first time my card was obviously gone. It was stolen. The second time I had my card, how did they get my information? And that's when I learned about skimmers. And I'm sure everyone knows about skimmers by now. But um, it can be attached to any credit card swiping device and they can get your information. And when you type in your PIN code, they then have your credit card number and your PIN. So they have these machines that can make credit cards and program them with your PIN number. Bada boom, bada bang. They're just hitting up ATMs and taking your money. And um, that's when I learned that when you use your card in public, never use your pin, always run it as credit. If you're buying gas, especially at the convenience store, grocery store, whatever, try to use your pin number as little as possible. So side note, because I'm actually taking in this information because I was getting so much from you. I know. What is the difference between debit and credit? It's so weird to me. Like, why even ask? Why have two different ways of paying? Like, why can't it, why not have it all credit? You know, like, why wouldn't it all be credit or all be a PIN number? Why have both? I think I was taught that if you run things as debit, it comes out automatically. And then if you run it as credit, it takes a couple of days. But that's a good question. I don't really know the scientific answer. Um, People who are financially... Smart. Let us know on Instagram or yeah. something. Because we don't want to <laughs> Google it. <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just standing away. We don't want to seek out information. We want the information just to come to us. Come to our us. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how everything works? You really want something, so you just sit and wait for it. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> Another thing I found out and that I do to this day is if you don't know about, I think it's called RFID technology, you can buy wallets that have RFID blockers. And okay, people have gotten so smart, they can steal your credit card information just walking by you. They have these little devices that can read your card information. You have your cards in a wallet? Yes, even if it's in your wallet. 
Okay, girl, that is why they sell these RFID, I think. I hope I'm not messing this up over and over again. But I have a wallet that has a blocker in it. Or if you can't find a wallet or you just don't find a cute one, (laughs) you can get a card from Amazon that blocks this credit card information thing. I currently have a blocking wallet, but I my wallet's wearing out, so I'll probably be buying a blocking card next. Yeah. Oh, you know, a tip that I um, learned at the gas station when you're using your card? What? If you're using your card, use a pump that is closer to the door or like to the window because people who do put those skimmers in the machines at the gas stations, they usually have a tendency to do the ones that are further away where you're not looking at. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because if a store clerk is there, they're going to be like, why the fuck are you messing with my gas pump? What are you doing with that? Tell me about your third uh, encounter with identity theft. My third was just recently. This is what started this whole topic because it was just last weekend and I was so mad because this keeps happening to me and I feel like I put in the proper preventative methods. Like I don't use my pin number and I have a <laughs> cock blocking wallet. Like <laughs> I have all these things in place and I still got my shit stole. Okay. So we were chilling on the couch and all of a sudden I get these text messages. Hey, your bite squad orders on the way. And I'm like, oh, silly dum-dums they just put in the wrong phone number it's probably like just the wrong phone number silly silly (laughs) so then I get a call and I was watching tv so I don't answer calls when I watch tv because I think that's rude for the other person that you're watching tv with yeah I do think it's rude to accept calls when you're spending time with somebody else Unless it's like an emergency or something that you know is going to be super quick. Yeah. So I ignored it. But then it called again. And I was like, fine, I'll answer it. (laughs) So I answered it. And she's like, hey, this is so-and-so with your Bite Squad delivery. And I'm just, you know, trying to find your address. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. But this is the wrong number. I think whoever placed the order like gave you the wrong number. It's probably like a digit off. And she was so sweet and nice. And I felt genuinely sorry for her because she's out there busting her dick, trying to make some money and deliver some food. And she can't find it. I've been a delivery driver. I know that sucks. Right. It's the worst. So I was really sweet to her. And I was like, oh my gosh, good luck. I hope you find who you're looking for. Um, Blah, blah, blah. So then later... I got on my computer and I had all these emails from Bite Squad and I'm thinking, oh no, (laughs) like there's no way they have the wrong number and my email address. I think that's when it started to sink in. I see that, oh, thank you for signing up for Bite Squad's unlimited delivery for $10 a month. And I'm like, I didn't do that. And they're like, oh, hey, your party tray of 40 wings, it's on its way. (laughs) 
And I'm like, I didn't do that. You love party trays of killed animals. I don't even eat chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I opened the next email. 40 nuggets, one McFlurry, one Frappe, and two orange juices are on the way. I didn't do that either. Oh my. Who drinks orange juice at night? That's a crime. Not if you're using it as a chaser. They probably ordered the 40 nugs because they're like, we're getting shit-faced tonight because this is a celebration. We have all this new money. Yeah. They probably got their nugs to eat so they had food in their stomach, got the orange juice for their chaser. And then I'm sure somewhere buried down deep inside your email is another email from Bite Squad saying, we picked up your liquor from Wawa. Oh my God, Bite Squad delivers liquor? I don't know. I oh. I don't know, but I know they go to Wawa. All right. They go to the convenience stores and stuff. So why wouldn't they deliver you liquor? <sighs> I don't know. Um, we're not going to do the research, but if you work for Bite Squad or DoorDash, let us know. Do you deliver liquor? <laughs> yeah, because this could be helpful to us. <laughs> yeah. We can stop running out every Thursday night. And then I find another email that says, thank you for your order of an additional 20 nuggets. Oh, my God. Two frappes and a McFlurry. And then I realize that something is not right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't eat any of this food. I don't live in Arkansas. (laughs) Ew. Sorry. That's probably not even you. I've never been to Arkansas. I can't say you. Girl, I Googled the address because obviously I have their address and I have their phone number. I don't have their name. But it was nice. It was a nice neighborhood, a nice-ass house. I'm thinking, this must be some bored kid buying food for him and his stupid friends. I don't know. Um, How far do you live from Arkansas? Really far. How far do I live from Arkansas? I think Arkansas is in the middle of the United oh, States. Dang it. Yeah, and you're all the way to the east, and I'm all the way to the west. All right. Put this in your notes. Okay. You're the best. Megan and Jeanette take a trip to Arkansas Thief and beat his ass. Or her. You know what I was thinking about doing, Megan? What? Remember that website we found where you can mail someone shit? (gasps) Oh, my God. Can we please do that this week? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You pooping in a box. I'll poop in a box. And we'll just send it. Um, I don't think it'll get past USPS because you know how slow they are. Our (laughs) shit is going to be stinking. (laughs) Okay, maybe we'll just by the poop service. Jeanette, I will oh my god, let let's do that. Okay. Holy crap. I love this. I'm writing that down because Yeah, you make a note. We're sending some poop. Sending shit to identity thief. Yeah, and then I was thinking that girl called me because she couldn't find the address. And I'm like, what happens if I send poop 
To an innocent bystander. Well, all of the orders that you got through your email, do they have the address of where it's going or is it just? But there's two separate addresses, but they're a couple houses away from each other. I have two addresses. So they're in the same neighborhood, different streets. Hmm. Like they're friends. So it could be like a kid in his friend's house. It could be someone who's in the middle and runs out and says, oh, hey, I'm the bike squad order. Like you don't know who it is. It could be anyone within that vicinity. So what we might need to do is send everyone within 10 houses a box of poop. I'm down. I mean, I feel like this is a worthy cause. And for the other eight people that aren't involved in this incident, so sorry, but you're just in the crossfires and that's the problem with war. Yeah. So if anyone wants to help pay for us to ship poop, please, we'll set up, uh, I'll give you my Venmo. (laughs) And you can help us. Google Pay. She refuses to do Google Pay. It's too much work. It's downloading an app. The first thing you should do when this shit happens to you is call your credit card or get on your credit card app. Stop your credit card. Like I literally clicked a button and was able to suspend my card. And then I called them, report it stolen. I changed my password on my Bite Squad because that's what happened like someone hacked my bite squad account and then i had my payment information saved and that's how they were able to place a bunch of orders on my behalf for themselves man that's such bull crap mm-hmm. and then i found out there is a website it's called identitytheft.gov you can report your identity theft there and give them all the information that you have about the suspect, which I did. No. You don't like that? No. The government doesn't need to know (laughs) my business and my identity theft business and anything else about my business. I already hate that they already know everything about me anyways. Nobody has to send me hateful messages like they track you through your phone. I fucking know. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all. So a total... In 10 minutes, I lost $150 chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets and chicken wings. So So yeah, that's my that's my identity theft stories and some helpful tips about how to avoid it and what to do if it happens to you. Okay. My turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the other Megan Scott and how I have used her to what I thought was my advantage. (laughs) (laughs) So there's two stories. Well, obviously there's way more than two Megan Scotts, but one of them has entered my life. So years and years and years ago, um, I got a call from the gynecologist And she was like, hey, Megan, uh, we got your results back from your pap smear. And I'm thinking, what pap smear? 
But I also lived a crazy life. So who knows? <laughs> I'm like, sure. What are they? You know, like I need to know. <laughs> what, is <laughs> what are my results that I didn't? Yeah. I was told that I was sent an email and that I needed to go look at my email and everything like that with my results. And I was like, okay. So I checked the email and it says I have herpes and I have chlamydia. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, dude. No, (laughs) no. Like, how did I get this stuff? <laughs> Lose my shit, start bawling my eyes out, trying to figure out when I got this pap smear. And like, when did I get herpes? That's the gift. Oh, you can't you can't backtrack that. That is the gift that keeps on giving. So like, I called them and I was like, no, no, no. Oh, when did I come in? And they're like, oh, you came in um, like two weeks ago. And I was like, no, no, I did not. I, like, I know I didn't come in two weeks ago. And they were like, oh, well, is this your birthday? And they gave me my birthday. And I said, yes. And they were like, okay. And they asked me what my middle name was. And I told them. And then um, they asked me for the last four digits of my social. And I gave them to them. And that's when they're like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Um, This is not you. Like, this is not for you. We contacted the wrong Megan Scott. This Megan Scott is um, not me. Were they like, oh, I'm so Sorry, this is a misunderstanding. We'll give you a free test to verify that you're not. No, they acted like it's no big deal. No big deal. This shit happens all the time. No, I feel like this is a huge, like, um, that's a life changing. That's life changing news. I feel, I feel like that is life changing news. And for them to just so nonchalantly be like, Oh, you're not her. Don't worry about it. Sorry that we made this error. It was just fucking mind boggling. That's like a privacy issue. Ooh, girl, I was just so happy that I didn't have herpes. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. No herp-a-derp. So, (laughs) then, (laughs) a couple years after that, I'm living at my parents' house, working at Papa John's, and, you know, not really doing that much with my life and I got off work late one night and I was like I'm gonna drive through Fleming Island and I'm gonna smoke a blunt because I think that I had just learned how to roll a blunt so I was really excited to do it so I'm driving through Fleming Island my license plate is expired by like five months I lit up my blunt at 1 30 in the morning And I got pulled over like pretty much instantly. I got pulled over. (laughs) So um, I don't want to tell the whole story, but long story cut into a medium story. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All these letters started going to my parents' house and my parents, as far as I knew, 
my parents were so against weed. I remember my mom used to be like, you're not stupid enough to do that. And I just knew how much they looked down on it. So I never wanted them to know. Like it was kind of like I was ashamed that I smoked. Okay. I'm like trying to catch these letters left and right. Girl, when you get in trouble, they send so many letters, like starting the day after the next day, I did not get arrested per se. Like I didn't have to go to jail or anything like that. I just had to be searched by a bunch of people in 19 degree weather with no heater or anything. And they kept me for hours, which was illegal. Mm. This one day, this one day I'm coming home from work. And I pull into my parents' neighborhood and I see my dad down at the mailbox. And instantly, I just knew something was wrong. Danger, danger. So (laughs) I get to the house and on this letter, you know how there's on envelopes that little clear box that'll say your name and your address? Yeah. Well, this little clear box said my name and my charge. Possession <gasps> of marijuana and paraphernalia. And I'm like, fuck no. And my dad is like, what is this? And my mom's like, what is going on here? And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. I'm going to go to Green Cove right now and I'm going to take care of this. There's no way this is me. I would remember if this happened. Fucking idiot. So (laughs) I drove, (laughs) I got in my car with the letter, drove all the way to Green Cove Springs, sat in the courthouse parking lot for like 20 minutes. And then I called my parents and was like, the craziest thing. Remember that girl that had HIV? And and her name was Megan Scott. And my mom was like, yeah. And I was like, well, turns out this is for that Megan Scott. Oh my gosh, it's happened again. A little mix up. It's happened again. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, well, uh, it's the other Megan Scott. She's a really bad girl. Like, she got in a lot of trouble, but it's not me, and I'm totally clear. Yeah. And then. Whenever I did my community service, because I had to do community service, (laughs) I told my parents that I was taking day shifts at work. Okay. But then I learned. Yeah, well, I learned whenever I was in my late, late 20s. I was in my late 20s that my parents knew I was full of shit. They knew I was lying. <laughs> they said that they're not fucking stupid. They knew I was lying. And they let me just believe that they believed me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when you walk out the door thinking you got them fooled. And they're like, that little dumb dumb. We made her. I don't know whether to be proud or 
concerned or ashamed? <laughs> what? I would be, I don't, I, you know what? I don't know what I would be if I was in that situation. I don't know what I would be, but I really thought I had been fooled. I think I would be mad because I get pissed when people lie to me. <laughs> like, I know. I'm not stupid. I thought that my parents were slightly not as smart as me. Turns out they're like way smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, it's because they're older. Yeah, sorry, other Megan Scott. I pinned a marijuana charge on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she pinned herpes on you, so <laughs> <laughs> you're even now. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this is Audi Audi. We hope you learned something <laughs> about identity theft the and other Megan Scott. The other Megan Scott that's running around town. Um, oh, yeah. And like and subscribe because I forget this every episode. Like and subscribe to Jam Session Podcast on Apple, iTunes. Google <laughs> Podbean. Uh, and guess what, y'all? iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Woo! And follow us on Instagram at Jam Session and at Lovey JK and at Being Megan Scott. And did I get it all? <laughs> um, I hope so. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> All right, well, okay, bye. Love you, bye.